Cyclones warm-up continues on this Friday night from downtown Cincinnati, the second straight game between the Cyclones and the Evansville Icemen. And keeping up the theme, we have a chance now to talk with Cyclones assistant coach Matt McDonald. Coach, certainly a big win for the Cyclones on Wednesday. You put the, the mindset out there on the locker room board and obviously on the ice and on the bench that you wanted to get to them early and certainly put the pressure on. Was it mission accomplished, did you feel like? Yeah, definitely. We um, we set out to keep them pretty much uh, off the power play. They did get on there a couple times. They managed to score one, but um, that's going to be the same game plan for, for tonight against them. Come out hard, uh, take advantage of them early, and then uh, keep it prolonged for 60 minutes. This is a roster that has had a lot of changes of late. Andrew Hotham, as we've talked about in a previous segment, traded to the Wheeling Nailers today, but the big story is the goaltending switch. Brian Foster given a weekend off. You put him on the reserve today as both affiliates send you goaltenders. Magnus Helberg, who will be starting tonight's game, and Michael Hauser, the OHL goalie of the year from last year, down from the San Antonio Rampage after uh, basically missing the entire first half of the year or the first couple of months with that knee injury. Give us a scouting report first on Helberg and then on Hauser. Um, Helberg's a big kid. He's 6'5". He's 200 pounds. He's uh, what's now looked at as that uh, typical uh, you know, European goalie. He's 6'5", big kid. He's lanky. He, um, you know, he covers a lot of the net. And I think um, from what I saw today and from what everything I've heard about, he's very athletic, and he, uh, it's going to be exciting to watch him play. To talk about Hauser. Obviously, you didn't get a chance to see him in the morning skate. He was en route to Cincinnati today. But uh, <laughs> it doesn't take really a rocket scientist to look at the kind of numbers he posted in the OHL anytime you can not only be the goalie of the year but the player of the year in the OHL that says something about this guy's pedigree oh my god from what I've heard about this guy and what you've seen like you said to, uh, statistically he's uh, he's going to bring a lot to the table here and it's he's another guy it's going to be exciting to see him play as well um, you know from everything you see and you hear it should be uh, quite uh, an elite uh, goaltender coming down we've talked a little bit about Mike Pellick over the last few weeks and how uh, you want to get the guys like him Alban, Pellick, Evesy, Rolling back into that offensive swing and it's nice to see Mike Pellick starting to pick up speed he's got points in five straight games right time of the year for him to pick up the the momentum and the intensity yeah I think he's starting to come into his own which he he has been for the last couple years he's starting to become that player again he had a little bit of a rougher start um, at the beginning of the season but he's definitely turned it on late and I think it'll uh, probably go on throughout the rest of the season which he's uh, done consistently throughout the last couple years you had a game to watch for John McFarland his first game as a cyclone after being sent down from San Antonio. Tell us, tell us how you felt he did. Oh, that kid's a player. He, um, you can just see he's in a class of his own sometimes out there. I think uh, he was a little bit tired with the amount of ice that he got, but I think coming into tonight he'll be uh, ready to go and he'll, uh, he'll keep improving and keep showing why he is an American League Hockey League player. They've added a couple of guys over there for Evansville. Their goaltender, Alan York, faced the Cyclones as a member of the former affiliate for the Jackets, the Chicago Express, now defunct. But uh, there's no doubt about it. You see a guy like him and you you know what he's going to bring to the table without really going into his his scouting report. It seems like night in and night out when we either talk to you or Jared or anybody uh, within that locker room, the game plan, no matter who the goalie is that you're going to face, doesn't change a whole lot, does it? No, and it's it's going to be the same for everybody we play against. It's get shots on net, get traffic. That's the biggest thing is if a goalie can't see the puck, he's going to have a tough time saving it. And that's what our uh, always it seems to be our goal with our team, the way we're, uh, we're built and we're set up. we got to have speed right off the beginning of the game and get shots on net and crash it and I think as long as we're doing that it doesn't matter who you have in there eventually we're going to get some bounces and we're going to go our way your penalty kill has continued to rise in the number 
numbers have been so solid. And you go up against an Evansville team that we talked about on Wednesday. Their biggest bright spot, if there is such a thing for this this club that comes in in the basement of the North, is their power play. When they get on the man advantage, they find ways to score goals. How important is it for you to limit the times here in the penalty box, even more so than Wednesday where you were in there six times? Um, if we can cut that down, it's definitely uh, it's definitely going to be a great thing because, like you said, their their power play is something that uh, is definitely an elite uh, elite power play. They got guys that can move the puck, put it on the net, and uh, score goals. So if we can stay out of that situation and we're going to be uh, successful, I think. Uh our PK has done a great job. I think they'll probably do a great job again tonight, knock on wood. But, um, you know, it's just from working hard. That's all our guys do out there is they work hard, they get in lanes, and they do what they can to to eliminate any kind of uh, great chances that they can on the power play. It seems like the Icemen, too, are trying to, to suck you guys into playing a way that you guys don't want to and maybe take bad penalties. How difficult is it with a team like this that likes to slow the game down, that likes to kind of to mix things up? Of course, we think about Stefan Della Rovere from, from the other night. He's, you know, getting a couple of late hits in. In there some slashes how difficult is it not to get entangled and stuff like that oh it's very difficult you know there's a lot of emotions in the game and when guys start running around like they were and being physical which you know in my opinion I think that's great for our guys because that means that we're going to be giving it back and we're doing something to frustrate them if uh, the game's going real soft that means nobody's into it so I think uh, them throwing hits is great we should be counteracting throwing just as much if not initiating I think uh, being physical and being uh, being a hard skating team like we were the other night just frustrates them and it'll frustrate teams in the future. All right, the last question, not hockey related, but this is the last day of November, no shave November. You have been rocking the mustache all month long. It has been at times even like full face almost. Is this going to be a a look, a Tom Selleck style look that we see on December 1st and beyond, or is this the last night for the Matt McDonald Movember mustache? Well, I know the wife probably wants me to get rid of it, but like you said, Tom Selleck, he, he rocks and he does great <laughs> with it. So I think, uh, you know, we'll see. I think I'll probably keep it around for a bit. I know I uh, got a couple great looks for some people, so it's a, it'd be a shame to get rid of it now. Best of luck tonight. Thanks. Thank you very much. And Cyclones assistant coach Matt McDonald. We'll come back and check scores of other games coming up next. This is the Cyclones Radio Network.